This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, 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 and welcome everyone to another episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today we have Good Neighbor Curtis Rapp with Mosquito Nicks. How are you doing today, Curtis? Ah, Jeremy, if I was any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> oh boy, can't say I, I can't say I ever heard that one before. <laughs> I'm full of it. Well, I'm full of them one-liners. You pick those up being around people, so I, I keep the ones I like. Nice, nice, nice. So, hey, listen. So, tell tell us a little bit about your business. What do you, what do you guys do over at Mosquito Nicks? Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. Uh, what we do is we help homeowners enjoy their outdoor living spaces. Uh, what we do is we get rid of all those biting and flying insects and uh, we help them just be able to be outside, uh, help their kids, help their guests so that they, they, they can just have a good time enjoying their outdoor living space. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. And um, tell, tell us a little bit about your journey, right? How'd you get into this business? What brought you to this line of work? Yeah, it was uh, it was a wild story. So I have a computer science degree, and I practiced IT for like twelve years, and I I found myself out of a job and picking up hurricane debris after Hurricane Irma came through in 2017. And one of my friends reached out to me, and he said, "Hey, um, I hear you're looking for work." And actually, that was a seasonal business that I came into Mosquito Nicks with. We have a Christmas lighting division, a holiday lighting, and he contacted me about that. And I subsequently just went on board and started working for them and selling. So, yeah, you could kind of call it a fortuitous situation where I got fired from a job. I was picking up hurricane trash and used my network to find uh, what's subsequently become a great career for me. So, Really, uh, you can never predict how these things happen, Jeremy. And, you know, you kind of look back on it and connect all the dots and you move from the Midwest down to Florida, you do IT, and then all of a sudden you're in these incredible homes helping homeowners. So who knew? But here I am. Yeah, that's certainly an interesting transition from the IT space into, uh, you know, into mosquito nicks and helping people with their homes. So that's a uh... It's an interesting ride you've, you've been on there. So what, tell us a little bit about um, what are some common myths, misconceptions about your industry that you'd like to you know, kind of clarify for our listeners? Yeah. So there's so much pseudoscience around mm -hmm. mosquitoes and mosquito control and where they come from, what they're attracted to. Uh, you can plant all these different kinds of plants. So really uh, what I have to to, to find in my line of business is just the way to communicate with the homeowners on a personal level. And so, you know, I'll be talking to them about the, the things that are particular to them with their bug problems. But, you know, there's a lot of people, uh, a lot of organizations, and I'm not going to badmouth anybody, but there's a lot of people that are just kind of and those of us in the contractor space, we've seen it, you know, people be like, I called five people, nobody showed up. That's mm -hmm. really one of the biggest hurdles of, of this kind of business is to just be able to keep your reputation because so many people just have a really uh, difficult time getting people to do work for them. 
And so I'm really proud of the fact that we have a large staff. We're not just uh, what I like to call a chuck in a truck where it's just one guy working out of his house and out of his truck. We, we have a number of service vehicles. So really the big challenges that I have uh, in terms of, of my business is just kind of setting myself apart from the other people that are out there because, you know, frankly, there's a lot of, of challenges with just having guilt by association, if you know what I mean. Um, so we're really proud of, of what we're able to do. We've been here a long time, been growing, and um, I just really am proud of the things we've been able to accomplish, the, the territory we've been able to expand to, and uh, just being able to help these folks. So yeah, the biggest concern I get, the biggest challenge I get is just guilt by association. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People sometimes have bad experiences with other companies that just assume that it's going to be the same. Um, but it's, it sounds like you guys have a um, you know great organization. And you, so you said that um, you've been expanding your territory. Like what areas do you service typically? Yeah. So when I started back in 2017, we had one office and it was located in Davie. Um, we had sales reps that were driving all the way up to, say, Melbourne, say, Vero Beach. Oh, wow. uh, about two and a half hours from the office. And since I've come on board, we have opened a West Palm Beach office and we've grown that market. I don't know what percentage, Jeremy, we've grown it, but it's grown substantially. Having a dedicated person in that area really helped us. And then we've also grown and and uh, acquired another business. So now we have three offices and it's just really been um, going like gangbusters. And believe it or not, the COVID experience that just made things supercharged. Um, what oh, I what wow. I found, yeah, what I found is everybody was sitting at home, and they're looking at the beautiful <laughs> pool. And they're like, "Dang, how do I go out there and use that? It, it looks amazing, but I can't use it." And so we what, that that was our best year ever, um, and it's actually grown since then. But but that really was the lightning bolt that that charged us. And so since then, it's just been, you know, almost, almost too much for me to keep up with, which I love. Um, so we've had new staff and we've just expanded our footprint. So we serve, believe it or not, from Melbourne to Key Largo and oh, wow. we even do some installations in Key West. So we have, and I've done the math, it's about a seven to eight hour drive, maybe six to seven hour drive across that whole territory. So there's no way we could do it out of one office. Yeah, um, we've, we've added all the, uh, the offices, the personnel. And I think the real secret sauce is that we've been able to train and build really good employees. When I was beginning my journey with Mosquito Nicks, there would be technicians that would come and go and I'd never even meet them. And now we have a really stable group of guys who just do a great job for our customers. So that's probably uh, a big secret to our growth. And it's frankly, one of the things that we're most proud of. Interesting. Uh, I was thinking back to what you said about the COVID situation. Um, It's crazy how it had such a, um, the word I'm looking for, a diametric effect on, on, on businesses where some businesses had their best times ever. And then other ones were just completely decimated yeah. um, due to the pandemic. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, unfortunate. And I had friends on companies. both, I had friends on both sides of it. I had mm-hmm. some who had to shutter their business and I had some that 
you know, hired and, and just exploded. So you're absolutely right. Um, it was good for us that people were stuck at home um, with yep. awful bugs. So we, we, we love that. Uh, and I don't mean to make light of it, but it's just funny how no, it of works. Not. Like you said. Almost the luck of the draw, right? Depending on what industry you're in, uh, what side of that you fell on. So a lot of people had to mm-hmm. uh, make a shift. So yeah, let's, that's great, man. Let, let's shift gears for a second. Tell, let's get on the lighter side. Tell us a little bit about, about you, like, what do you like to do for fun when you're you're not out there, you know, killing killing the mosquitoes? Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a lot of things. So it's it's kind of changed over the years. Uh, you know, when I was younger, it was go out, be entertained, and do all that kind of stuff. And you know, I've pulled back now that I'm in my 40s, and I like to keep it pretty simple. Um, I am a coach, manager, whatever you want to call it. I, I run an adult men's baseball league team. Oh wow. We play in Palm Beach and we play on Sundays. We use wood bats. We play on the regular size fields and all of that. That's probably my biggest hobby uh, that I get to do frequently. Uh, Among other things is travel. I love to travel. And so just going and traveling abroad is is a really important thing for me, being able to see different cultures and experience different things. Like It's just so much fun for me. All right, good, good. Um, apologize if you hear the, the the dog barking in the background. It's another thing that COVID's done for a lot of us, right? We're all working from home nowadays. Yeah. Uh, give me just one second, okay? Yep. So let, let's shift again and um, go to maybe a more serious side. Um, could you describe for our listeners maybe one, I don't know, a hardship or life challenge that you've experienced that you rose above and you could now say that you're better off for having gone through that experience. I mean, I don't know where to begin. It seems like the way I I behaved early in my life, I just set myself up for hardship after hardship. But um, one that does come to mind was not necessarily me directly, but it was actually my wife and she is a Colombian and going through the immigration process and being involved in that and seeing how that worked or, in our case, as it didn't work so well, that was a trial. It tested my patience. It tested uh, a lot of my uh, preconceptions, things that I believed about, you know, how that experience would be. Uh, we're grateful for it. She's a citizen of the U.S. now, and you know, we're so grateful for that. I mentioned just a moment ago the the travel when we got that blue passport. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know how well you know about travel and all of that, but the U.S. passport is really strong, and the Colombian one, not so much. Not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a lot of you know negative history associated with that, and uh, it just made such a huge difference. But it was a long, grueling process, and when she had her swearing-in ceremony, that was one of the most emotional moments of my life to see not only her, uh, but to see dozens of other people who came to this country and endured whatever they endured because everybody has a story, but to see all that, it just really rocked my world and just really made an indelible mark on me. And I'm so grateful that it's behind us, uh, obviously, but I feel like that that's made me see the world in a very different way and have a greater appreciation for people like her who've chosen to come here. So that was my, you know, big wow kind of moment. 
Yeah, wow, man, you're really tugging at my heartstrings because my wife is from Peru and we had the exact same process and she got oh, her wow. citizenship and I, and everything you're saying, I, I could completely empathize with because I've been through that. Um, and it really is, you're right, the, the power the power of the US passport and just uh, going through that process and, and getting to the other side of it is just a, a really powerful uh, situation. You guys got kids? Did you mention, I didn't hear? No, no kids, no kids. Um, we were not planning on having any kids. We just uh, have pet, pet babies, pet kids. So fur babies, that's the word. Um, yeah. our, our pets, we had, um, a 16 year old cat and a 14 year old dog that passed away. And about six weeks ago, we got new pets. So we're back to being pet parents. And, um, that is a handful. Let me tell you, as I'm sure many of our listeners know, getting new pets, we got a cat and a dog at the same time. And Oh my goodness, it's a lot. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. That's good. Um, the, what's one thing you wish our listeners knew about your business, about your industry? Yeah. So I think one of the things that is really important to keep in mind with um, any kind, and I'll just speak generally about the back door, or the, the outdoors, the backyard. So many times I come across people who invest a lot of money. I mean, there's people that I've bet, been been to that have several hundred thousand in their backyard. And, you know, I see all all sections of it. Obviously, those stand out. But the thing that, that people don't think about generally when they're doing these kind of projects, when they're doing a remodel or, you know, building the dream of their backyard is that you can't go out there. You just can't go out there because it's so unbearable. And so a lot of times what, what will happen is some of these people will, you know, whatever the number, pick a number, 50,000, they get a pool, whatever it is, doesn't matter. But they'll invest all this money and then they'll not want to spend the money that's required to be able to enjoy it. And I mean, I myself, before I was working in this industry, I kind of, you know, I probably thought that same way, like oh, I'll put some bug spray on, tough it out, whatever the case may be. But what we're able to do for these folks is we're able to just let them treat it all naturally, open the door, walk out, don't think about anything, just enjoy it. And so getting them to recognize that, you know, you have this nice investment, you've, you've done a lot in your yard, but you need to be able to enjoy it. And I, and I think that that is something that needs to be thought of in the planning stages. And so it's really important for me to be able to get our message out and get what we do in front of people that are, you know, backyard designers, pool builders, home builders, even architects, landscape architects, so that they can go through that process with their client to let them know, hey, you know, this is great, but you really need to have this mosquito control uh, because it's unbearable. Jeremy, this used to be a swamp. Okay. Mm -hmm. This used to be a swamp and out in the Everglades, it still is. And there's just so much um, climate, so much geology, geography that is just making it unbearable for people uh, with the mosquitoes. So they just need to recognize that in order to use their yard, they're going to have to do something. And if they don't want to put bug spray on, if candles are ineffective, if they're not gardeners who want to try to plant 30 different types of plants to keep the mosquitoes away, this that, that we offer, what we offer 
is just to be able to not even think about it because it's done. It's automatic. It's taken care of. So that's the biggest challenge is to get the people to remember that as they're designing their dream house, their dream yard, that they do need to account for the mosquito protection. And not just because they're painful bites, but they also are disease vectors. They carry tons of diseases and, you know, people are susceptible to that. We have the elderly, we have children, you know, it's, it's not a pleasant experience by any means. So I'm just glad we're able to help people, you know, overcome that. All right. Um, well, last, lastly, on closing, and I apologize, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but so happens with uh, technology sometimes. Uh, tell us, Curtis, how can our listeners learn more about your company, contact you, maybe, who knows, stop by to visit if they're in the neighborhood. Uh, tell us how, how we can reach you. Yeah, well, you don't want to come to our office. It's just warehouse space. So let's start okay. right there. <laughs> we have a large, we have large warehouses in all of our facilities. So, you know, that's, that's going to be uh, a non-starter. Like, um, but we have a website. It's called mosquitonixsouthflorida.com. And mosquitonix is the word mosquito with N-I-X at the end. And there you'll have a lot of opportunity to learn about the services that we offer, our misting systems, our quick, quick nix treatments. And the other way you can give us, uh, get a hold of us rather is by phone. And you can reach us at 954-228-6857. Now, the other thing, um, I have actually an Instagram page that uh, I kind of use to curate outdoor items. That is called Palm Beach Outdoor Lux and Lux is spelled L-U-X-E. And uh, that's an unofficial page, something I do personally, but it has a lot to do with, you know, the outdoors and being outside. So those are some places you're going to be able to, to find us. All right. Great. Wonderful. Well, Curtis, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Um, it was truly a, a pleasure and an honor having you on, getting to know a little bit more about um, your business and about you. Uh, thanks everyone for listening and uh, we will see you next time on the good neighbor podcast thanks for listening to the good neighbor podcast cooper city to nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show go to gnpcoopercity.com that's gnpcoopercity.com or call 954-231-3170